This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Every single time I brought my mind back to what I did have, this gorgeous teacup, this piece of chocolate, the fact that I had such good friends, the fact that I had shelter for that night and probably the next night that I had sardines in my pantry. I mean, it was on that level. And the more I did that, the happier I got. Hello and welcome to our podcast. This is the place where we talk about change and transformation and ambling down this wild and wonderful journey of life. I'm Lisa Oz. And I'm Jill Herzig. And, um, you know, one of the things that people, I think, seek to change most often or, or mess with, it's the dial they endlessly want to play with, is food. What are they eating? What's their routine? What diet are they on? What are their, you know, what are they cutting out? What are they adding in? It's so much bigger than that. And it, I mean, as, so uh, Janine, you can't see us, but Jill and I are about the same height and probably a good 40 pounds difference. Jill has no issues with food. She's just confused by the old aspect of compulsive eating. <laughs> and I, on the other hand, am a poster child um, for the addictive food um, soother, um, emotional eater. So, I, you know, so anyway, I want to just introduce you very quickly before we jump in. Um, we are speaking with one of my personal idols. I've been such a fan since your book, Women, Food, and God. But we are speaking with Janine Roth, who is the author of Women, Food, and God, and her most many books. But she's a relationship and identity, food, body, image, money, and the divine. And her most recent book is This Messy, Magnificent Life. Janine, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm very happy to be here. Glad to talk to you both. Every time I read anything you write, 
I feel like you've channeled me. It's so weird. And then I feel like, oh, oh I'm just such a freaking cliche because I bet everyone f- feels like that when they read you. Because you articulate so beautifully the struggle around self-worth and and self-soothing and food. And it's just, I, I'm, I, can we just talk about that a little bit? <laughs> Yes, of course. Just a little bit. Just a tiny (laughs) subject. So can we just have a little bit of talk about that? Uh, Just a teeny weeny bit about food. Yes. And and how it relates to ourselves. You know, I would like to say that from a very big perspective or a bigger perspective, everybody's got something. Hmm. People who don't have challenges with food, sticks with food, have something else that they're struggling with. We're, we, we're, we're here on the earth, on, you know, on earth school, basically, to <laughs> learn. School, and it's that. the challenges that push us into learning. Without challenges, not, we would just be gliding along. In fact, probably... Uh, this is going to sound uh, like a very big leap, but it's possible that um, evolution wouldn't have happened because there wouldn't have been any challenges. Maybe the water dried up and fish had to leave the sea, and then, you know, we got to have birds. And it's it's the challenges. And, of course, I don't actually know if that's There true. is no progress without struggle, right? Uh, there, there, there really isn't. And um, as somebody once said... What's in the way is the way. And so I think if we take a bigger look at it and see, right, okay, this is what I am struggling with. And what I struggle with is my relationship with food or my relationship with money or my relationship in relationship to relationships or my work. I don't love my work or what is my purpose in my life. I don't know what that is. Everybody's got something. I feel as if the people who are challenged by food are are twice blessed. And by that I mean we get to have something as concrete and daily as meals or not meals, because a lot of people don't eat meals, they graze, to show us what we actually believe about who we are, what we deserve, what we want. Uh, Do we deserve to have delight, joy, pleasure? Are we constantly berating and comparing ourselves? Do we ever feel like we have enough? All that is reflected in the food on our plate, if you're actually interested. Now, if you're coming at the relationship with food uh, with the attitude of, this is horrible, I need to fix it, I want it to go away, and I did that for many, many years. I was not interested in what my insane, I mean, if anybody had looked at me from the outside, they would have thought I was deranged. And I actually did feel deranged around food because food was the way that I was expressing every single thing that was going on in my life. So if you look at it that way as derangement and I need to fix it, then you're going to feel perpetually crazy. If you look at it as, okay, 
what's going on? What are my beliefs that would be here whether or not they express themselves through food? They'd still be here. Am I interested in them? Do I want to look at them? You know, what are they? So that's a place to begin. Okay, so so if you're to to get to what your beliefs are and to separate your beliefs from food and the rituals around eating and self-soothing with food, what's the first step? Uh, the first step is to look at the food you took on your plate, to look at what you're eating. At uh, the retreats that I teach, we do eating meditations, and they are the most stunning moments of the retreat because people usually don't think about the food. They think, I'm hungry, that muffin looks good, those mashed potatoes look good, I don't like vegetables, um, somebody else is eating strawberries, I want some strawberries. You, you look and you see what drives you to food. Who's actually choosing the food on your plate? Now, most of the time, it's it's a part of ourselves with which we're identifying that feels deprived, doesn't feel like it has enough, feels like we deserve more. And so if we can't get what we want in the rest of our lives, okay, well, I'll just take a lot more mashed potatoes right now than I really want because this is a thing that I can get a lot of. And so there's, all, there's usually an adult child thing happening there, and we're usually rebelling against some voice in our heads that say, you shouldn't, you're bad, you can't, look at you, what's the matter with you, you're worthless, and so we turn to food as a way of saying, I don't have to listen to you, look at this. The first thing is just simply to to look at the food. Do you like it? Are you interested in it? Do you really, are you really hungry, number one? Is this what your body, not your mind, wants? Because we mostly eat to feed the mind. Do we feel like we can ever get enough? There are certain questions to ask yourself. Now, I understand that this is often difficult to do alone. You can do it, but support is very helpful. Having a, a buddy or a partner, a friend, you can call on the phone and, and, and say, Here's what I'm doing with food. What are you doing? Who's not interested in making it go away, but who is interested in finding out what you're trying to get enough of in your life that you don't have enough of, so you're turning to food. Now, if you're using food to self-soothe, then the question would be, what's underneath that? What do you need self-soothing for? Is it the amount of daily stress that's in your life, how are you living your life that's causing you to need food as comfort? Do you have enough time for yourself? If you have small kids, can you go in the bathroom and shut the door for three minutes? Um, is there any way that you can get more time for yourself? Usually, people can get a little bit more time for themselves than they take for themselves especially moms. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about more, more about that, but I also want to ask you about your personal story. This is it, your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So before the break, we'd been talking about um, women's women in particular, but the way that we struggle with food and and how how it's a, a way that we we cope in the world. And um, I wanted to talk to you, Janine, a little bit about your path and how you discovered this and how you went from because it sounds like that you weren't actually even heavy, but the because you dieted and you lost the weight, but there was, it wasn't, it wasn't what you looked like. It was the, what was going on inside. And it wasn't until you gave up dieting completely, even the thought of dieting, that you released yourself from the, the, the cat, sort of the possession by food. So I want to just, if we could hear your story a little bit. Yeah, sure. And by the way, I was sometimes much, much fatter than I was at other times. So um, not very tall. I'm probably 5'1 or 5'2, between 5'1 and 5'2. There were times I weighed 180 pounds, which is a lot of weight for me to carry. When I was anorexic, I weighed 82 pounds. Oh, my goodness. So I um, was a, a, a mad person in terms of gaining and losing 
weight. I could gain and lose 10 pounds every week. I mean, I was a lot younger then, so my body was a lot more resilient uh, than I was, than I am now. Um, I, it was the self-loathing that perpetuated the eating. I came from um, an abusive and, a, and an addicted uh, household, family, uh, in which I just, by the time I, and I started using food when I was 11. That's when I started dieting with the hope that if I could just get my, my eating under control, I could be a, a, a good girl, basically. I could be the girl that a mother could love. I could make things much better in my family. I took it upon myself. That was the panacea for me, losing weight. I convinced myself that being fat, being a fat kid because I was, um, was the reason there was so much trouble in the family, as all kids do. They blame themselves. Mm-hmm. That got worse and worse and worse the older I, get, I got into my teenage years, early 20s. I went on many, many extreme diets, the 1,000-calorie-a-day sugar diet. I uh, was addicted to diet pills for four years. I went on the all-brown diet, coffee diet, Shasta cream soda, and cigarettes oh for three God. weeks. I mean, I, I, I really did crazy, crazy things to myself, all in the name of being thin, until finally I, I became anorexic, limiting myself to 150 calories a day and jogging three miles a day and fasting for 10 days at the change of every season, fasting on water. Uh, and then, because I couldn't stand it anymore, and all the time there was this self-loathing. At 82 pounds, I still looked in the mirror and I saw fat. So it's not that I ever, ever saw myself as being thin because I was looking through the eyes of self-loathing. How, and did, no how, ma- did you, how did you escape this cycle? Because eating disorders have one of the highest recidivism rates of all of, of, all of these kinds of psychologically driven diseases. And it's, I mean, it's terrifying. It's, it's one of the leading causes of death. For yeah, I know women that. under thirty, it, how did you how did you get out of this spiral that so many women, it's mostly women, find that find that they can't escape? First of all, I don't know. I was fortunate. I I can't really know if there's one answer there because there were so many contributing factors for me. Form I can only speak. Um, for what I think it might have been, which isn't to say what I think it might have been would work for everybody, although I do, you know, in the retreats that I teach, I see many, 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 many people breaking free from the cycle. I, I kept feeling that there was a deeper and deeper reason, a spiritual whole component to this, if you will, and I don't use that word spiritual very lightly or often, but because I was much more interested in what was really going on for me, at some point when I was suicidal and I I really, I wanted to end my life because I couldn't tolerate 
be gaining and losing. And after I was anorexic, I doubled my weight in two months because I never stopped eating. So I mm-hmm. gained 80 pounds in two months. And that's when I was ready to kill myself. And it occurred to me that I didn't care. At some point, I realized it was a choice between killing myself and or not dieting and not um, continuing the cycle of shame and deprivation. I suddenly understood that I was using food to... I'm, well, I, I believed there was a chance that I was using food to express a whole cycle of things that I wasn't able to express any other way. In other words, I was broadcasting um, messages to myself that I kept ignoring. Hmm. And if I became interested in those, then somehow that would go a long way. And it did go a long way. I, and, and I also felt at that point that I didn't care if I ever lost another pound in my entire life. I was not willing to judge, shame, deprive, and want to slash off pieces of my arms and legs and face, which I really perpetually did. I just wanted to slash my thighs off. And the, the amount of self-hatred was so intense. And to the extent that it was caused by dieting and binging, I, I, I realized I just needed to stop and see what happened. And I did stop, and it felt like, being, it felt like I was breaking a Ten Commandments when I stopped dieting. So did, just, did, did, I'm, the self-loathing probably didn't go away, though, overnight, the way that, like, when you just, the day you said, I'm not dieting anymore, it's not like you said, I love you, I love you, you're perfect, the way you are, Janine, we don't need to play this game anymore, right? I mean, no, there was, it, and there's also a protective no, thing with right. the fat, too. Well, what happened was I stopped adding to it by what I was doing with food, because food was a huge distraction, if you will, um, from looking at beliefs that I had inherited about myself that were actually not true. Like that you were to blame for everything that happened in your family. That I was to blame, that I was worthless, that I was too sensitive, that I was too intense, that I was too finicky, that I was, my energy was too big for the people around me, that I was too smart. I needed to tamp myself down. I needed to make myself smaller and smaller and smaller. And in a way, the ironic thing is when you use food, although your body is getting bigger, except for, you know, those people who binge and purge and are anorexic, you are making your life force. You're you're tamping it down, tamping it down. The bigger your body gets, most often the smaller your energy gets. You said actually something in your most recent book, which is that the true reason to lose weight is to keep the channel open. Yeah. Um, that, which is the life force, the channel for the life force. Can you talk, yes. expand on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, you know, that's a beautiful Martha Graham quote, which I love, where she says, we're all here to, um, there is a vitality, a life force, a quickening that is translated through you into this world, I'm paraphrasing here. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and it will be lost. It's not your business to judge it or compare it. It's your business to keep the channel open. 
And food is the way that most of us stuff that channel down. You know, I want to say one other thing that I, I have been really focusing on with my students now and with myself on a daily basis. We are so conditioned to see what's wrong with ourselves and what's wrong in the world. And, of course, we're living in quite a polarized and very intense time right now. In order to, to, to antidote that, I ask myself and I ask my students, every single day, what's not wrong right now? Hmm. What's not wrong right now? And that brings me and them and anybody who does it, and they have to come up with five things every time they ask that question. And what happens is this fascination and the seduction that we have because you know, it gets exacerbated everywhere we look. We have to fix ourselves. This is what's wrong. Our thighs are too big. We're not generous enough. We're not, we're not being active enough. Whatever it is, we're not good enough mothers. That takes the focus off what's wrong and puts it on what we have enough of right now. What's right in this moment? I have legs. I have feet. I have... Um, um, uh, the water comes out of my tap. I just saw the most gorgeous flower. I just had the most um, lovely interaction. I just met the eyes of the cashier at the grocery store. We had a moment together. The extraordinariness of the ordinary moments allows people to write themselves a couple of times a day. I do it probably five times a day. 12 seconds each time, that's all you need, that's one minute, um, and it gets the brain off of looking for what's wrong, and from that place, you can feel balanced enough to really look at, okay, what's actually true about me right now? What's good enough about me right now? Instead of what's not good enough, what is good enough? What's not wrong right now? When we come back, we're going to talk more about what is good enough in this messy, magnificent life with Jeanine Roth. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Before the break, we've been talking about looking at what's right as opposed to always being so critical. And Janine, it seems like in your new book, that is a big theme of letting go of the judgment and the criticism and the complaining. And you personally decided to stop complaining about anything in public or private. Can how, First of all, how's that going? And secondly, well, can you share a little bit? And for certain people, that would honestly mean never saying another word for as long as they lived. But, but you know what that would also mean? Because that's how it was for me. I decided to stop complaining because I suddenly realized that, not suddenly, I mean, it, it, but the day I decided to stop complaining, it felt sudden. As I look back on my conversations with my friends, with my husband, um, with my mother, with my siblings, they were always only about what was wrong. And um, so there was a constant complaint about here's what's wrong. And, and, And of course, you know, objectively, there is a lot that that is so... Um, oh boy, I don't even know what to call it, but disturbing these days. Um, that well, and I'm, I'm just going to stop you for a second because I think this is all the more extraordinary given the fact that you were one of Bernie Madoff's victims and you've written about that as well. So you went through something so unjust um, and so... And so terrifying. Can you can you talk about that a little bit? Like yeah, finding finding this. They yeah. Say, how are they connected? Yeah, they're really connected. Um, I'll I'll talk about Bernie Madoff for a second, then I'll get back to not complaining. Um, well, we had invested all of our money with Bernie Madoff, which of course any four year old knows not to do um, to diversify whatever. Uh, but we had Please do not lost. blame yourself, Janine. No, <laughs> it, it's on it's on him, not you. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, 
Um, I'm actually not blaming myself because we had already had uh, half of our money embezzled by a friend who was a financial advisor before that. And then a friend of ours who had been with Madoff for 30 years out of the generosity of his heart, and I really know we're still very close friends with him, um, had offered to let us into his Madoff fund, which we gladly took him up on. And over the years, we took all the money we had and invested it with Madoff. When I found out that we lost everything, 30 years of life savings, what we had left, um, I went into shock and terror and shame, grief, fear. Uh, it It was a couple of days that were just horrendous. And then I realized really because I had a couple of very good friends who said to me, nothing of any value has been lost. And it seemed like a ridiculous thing to tell me uh, when we had no money left. And I didn't know how we were going to stay in our house another month. Um, I did say to one of my friends, now is not the time to be spiritual. Uh, Now is the time to be terrified. But I realized if I was going to make it through the night, I was going to have to start focusing on what I had not lost, uh, not what I had, what I had enough of, not what I didn't have enough of. And I started being fierce and vigilant about bringing my mind back every single time it wandered into terror, into grief, into shame, into... Um, everything we had lost, and and really vigilant. I would not let myself go there at all, which is another way of... It's not exactly a complaint. That wasn't exactly a complaint. That was more like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And my husband was away for a couple of weeks, so um, I relied extensively on my wonderful support system for this. But what I found was every single time I brought my mind back, to what I did have, this gorgeous teacup, this um, piece of chocolate, the fact that I had such good friends, the fact that my dog was still wagging her tail, the fact that I had shelter for that night and probably the next night, that I had sardines in my pantry. <laughs> I mean, th- it, was, it was the fact that I could still walk. It was on that level every Day. And the more I did that, the happier I got. It was extraordinary. It was shocking to see that the more I did that, the happier I got to the point where I felt joyful. So it was mother, a survival who, mechanism at first, but then it, it became a whole, your entire MO. It, and it became... I'm not even sure. Well, yeah, it was a survival mechanism, but it was more that I really believed that it was the truth. Because before we had lost our money, I was anxious already about, well, what happens if we lose our money? And what if we don't have enough? And what if one of us gets really sick and we have to fly to Germany and get our blood cleaned? And, you know, all these crazy things. I was always living in the future. And and in some kind of anxiety, and that stopped it all. And I saw that when the mind, well, the mind is, you know, it just 
the, the, what I would say about our minds is that they are the tails wagging the dog. They just have hijacked our consciousness to the point where we, many of us live in fear most of the time and what ifs, and we live in regret of the past or anxiety about the future. And I saw that when I didn't, I was happy. And so bringing it, and my mother couldn't believe it. My mother said, I promise I won't judge you. Just, just tell me how it is that you're happy, you know, two weeks after you lost everything. And uh, then she asked me if I was on drugs because <laughs> she just couldn't believe it was possible. She just said, are you on drugs? And I wasn't. And that... I would say this is going to, and this is not Pollyanna, because believe me, I'm not a Pollyanna-type person. I would say that that was a defining experience of my life and probably one of the five best things that's ever happened to me. Well, you say in your book also that you can't control your circumstances necessarily, but you can control the stories, or we can control the stories we tell ourselves about it. And yes. And you have changed the narrative where Bernie Madoff stole all my money. It's terrible to Bernie Madoff stole all my money. What a blessing. My life has been transformed. Well, I would say that I still, you know, I'm very glad he's in prison. And <laughs> as I say to other people, if you, if I ever give you financial advice, run the other way. <laughs> so I, I would not say, you know, that, uh, so that's how I feel. But I feel that it, the experience of losing everything taught me what I do have. And so the not complaining is a further iteration of that. It's the way that most of us live every day. Oh, no, I'm sick. Oh, my God, it's too hot. The weather is horrible. Oh, my foot aches, my back aches, my head aches. Um, you wouldn't believe what this person did for, you know, to me. I can't believe what they said. Oh, I have to deal with this situation. There is an ongoing complaint, low-level ranting to just ongoing complaining. And that's what the mind loves because the brain evolved to see what was wrong. Otherwise, you know, I mean, if our ancestors just laid around all day long, they would have gotten eaten. And so they had to be hypervigilant and make sure they didn't get eaten, but it's now maladaptive. And so complaining puts us in a negative space every single day. And when I stopped, I just made a decision. I'm not doing it, and I still don't do it. This was a couple of years ago. Every now and then I, I sort of wander into, ah, that's kind of a complaint, and then I'll stop myself because I only feel worse when I do. Well, and so this is related to what's not wrong as well. Well, Jill and I both feel better for having talked with you. So, <laughs> Janine, thank you so much. For I'm going to try and today. do this not complaining thing yeah, for a day. I'll do it with you. Okay. That's, honestly, Janine, it's going to be a big challenge for me. I, I would say I'm gonna do it for a, a day. day is good. When I said this to a couple friend of mine, they looked at me and they said, we wouldn't have anything to talk about if we stopped. <laughs> oh, no. well, we'll have other things to talk about. <laughs> many, many other things from your book. Uh, this Messy Magnificent Life. Check it out. Janine, thank you again so much for being here. 
Yes, thank you so much for being with us and and sharing your wisdom and life lessons and experiences. Also, thank you to Alicia Haywood, our fantastic producer. And thanks to everyone listening. Until next time. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.